Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Alright, so I guess if you have any clips you want to play on the podcast channel on, I can just play them right into the podcast now. You got a soundboard? Uh, I mean, you've heard me lament um, about the state of like uh, Windows and how they handle audio mixing mm. and audio architecture. Yeah, so I mean, I spent like an hour with voice meter today getting this to work. Nice. Uh, I had to draw a little diagram for myself. <laughs> Alright, now we can play hot clips. All the hottest of clips that uh, accentuate jokes. Yeah, and also if you have like news stories or something that has a clip involved, I got, I can play, it. I can play it. Or if oh. you want to play like a movie trailer, we're like a, we're like a legitimate podcast now. This is like professional shit. This is like radio show. It's yeah. Rude Dog and the Dweeb. <laughs> in early morning radio, telling jokes. You know, you ever seen a fat woman? Just being wacky in the morning, rude dog in the dweeb. Yeah, <laughs> rude dog in the dweebs. <laughs> yeah, remember that cartoon? That was a good cartoon. Mm-hmm. Sorry, rude dog. You don't deserve to be turned into a, a morning cartoon or a morning a DJ. Wacky uh, morning DJ. Rest wow, in peace. It's gonna be crazy out here today. Rest wow. in peace to DMX. This is our DMX tribute episode. VHS DMX is gonna give it to you. Yeah, DMX and X and, uh, gonna Prince give it to you. <laughs> I don't care about that old man. <laughs> it's only DMX died. We're making fun of his. Oh, I got some choice. Pr- my favorite uh, Prince Philip quote is this: um, if, "If you stay here much longer, oh wait, no, this isn't it. Deaf. If you're near there, no wonder you're deaf." Uh, and he said that to a group of deaf children in the Caribbean as they stood next to a steel drum. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Prince Philip. That's like... Stan Howe. Yeah, a weird, uptight, Anglo old man would say some stupid shit That's like, like that every... How you, I'm sure you're familiar with the various bullshit he's spewed over the last, you know, 80 years, right? Yeah, he's just, like, uh, openly racist and doesn't realize it. You know, he was uh, the prince of Denmark and Greece. What's that combination about? <laughs> How does that exist? <laughs> it feels like someone someone traded to be the prince of Greece. Like, I mean, how do you all, track the prince of Greece? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all religious or um, royal marriage bullshit and stuff. It's, Europe's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, you know, I, I really spent a lot of time thinking about royalty as yeah. an American. Speaking of, looks like there's um, some problems brewing in uh, Belfast, Northern Ireland. I don't know why. Yeah, a lot of people are like, "Hmm, this Brexit thing is probably going to cause some problems." And guess what? Cause some problems. Cause some problems. Currently, been a few nights of uh, what you would call rioting in Belfast. Strangely enough, most of the rioters are British loyalists. What are they mad about? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. It's not. I've been in power too long. It's not as easy to get my flavorless meats from the home country. (laughs) Um, I did see a fucking white hot take on Twitter about uh, the rioting. 
which I just I love Americans. It's the American right. This guy said, uh, I can't wait for these Antifa fairies to have to deal with the real IRA, which is just um, what he's lost the plot, man. First of all, this is the British loyalists you're writing. I don't think they're anti fascist because, uh, they love the British are fascism. notoriously fascist. <laughs> and uh, while there are like tons of IRA groups, 99% of them left-wing socialist anti-imperialist groups. So I don't know why they would want to kill Antifa when they share the same values. It's just interesting. Like <laughs> just you fucking so miss the mark on that one, man. Like, well, I just seen it for you in general. Just, how embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yeah, they, if anything we know is that you don't have to feel embarrassment. It's 2021. That's just the, the stupid, dumb, plastic patty Irish Americans like don't understand the conflict in Ireland. They don't know anything about the IRA. They think it's like just some stupid. Well, I mean, it's just it's all white the same. Slavery, have... ethno nationalism. <laughs> Shut up! Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if they think about it that deeply. You know, I just they have this vague idea of what it was. It's gotta be when and they build, it's like anything else, you know. what I mean, they build it up to be what it, they want it to be in their yeah. mind, right? And that's that's how they present themselves to the world. And it's good. It's the true. It's true for like you know the uh, conflict between Northern Ireland or um, uh, you know communism or mm-hmm. you know a whole gamut of things. Well, I was just thinking. Remember in the nineties when Jerry Adams was finally able to get a visa to come to the United States. At that point, people were very aware of what IRA and what Irish Republicanism. Well, that's was because about. the they had been blowing up people for a long time. Yeah, but the people like who were presumably giving money to the IRA, Irish Americans, and people that were psyched to see Jerry Adams were very aware that it was a socialist thing, right? Mm, yeah, sort of. Well, probably. Well, I don't know. Also, uh, I don't know if the if the broader message of the IRA that penetrates to America, the socialist part, necessarily comes through. And there was a pretty big uh, fight in the IRA about the whole socialism thing. Yeah, but socialism won. Also, I'm fucking James Connolly. Raise the sorry plow on high. You're so, not James Connolly. You've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, what I'm, I mean is James Connolly is the, the like most one of the most prominent Irish Republican figures, and. His thing was. Do you think anybody knows anything about James Connolly beyond his name? Really, I. I just if you're like on the idea. internet and you're trying to engage in you, like, yeah, these, you feel like, like you would read the Wikipedia article. Out. Yeah, <laughs> be aware of like what the sides are about or something. And it's, again, this just goes back to what I said. They, they have an idea of what James Connolly was in their mind, and that has to be what he really was like. Oh well, it's um funny, I guess. <laughs> the, the problem the, the, there being trouble in Northern Ireland again isn't funny but I just I, I mean, who could predict that misinterpret it so badly is pretty funny and I'm the IRA I mean I got problems with the IRA why are they fucking why would you kill drug addicts and drug dealers and shit it's like fucking stupid obviously that's not every IRA group is like that but that's like one of the big problems I mean if you look at what any are you doing, man any group or any ideology, uh, whether it's a government or like a, a you know a, a rebel group or a freedom fighting group, you're gonna find something that they've done that you're gonna be like, what the fuck? It's not. Yeah, there's no, they're not gonna be 100 percent righteous. That you're not. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen yeah. unless you join the VHS cult. I'm 100 percent righteous. Righteous, a righteous man. 
Swing yeah. right to hammer. <laughs> look, look at all I have to show for it. <laughs> you got uh, three kids, a wife, and a house. One time the house is leaking liquid butt junk. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> yeah, one time. Uh, also, like a week or two ago, I remember I was making fun of DMX's flow. Um, I I apologize about right, that. X, I just X gonna think, give it to you. I just wasn't aware that DMX was uh, still having that much trouble. I um am a fan of DMX, so I feel bad about it. And uh, the coolest thing about um DMX passing away though is just all the information and videos and stuff coming out of just all the cool shit DMX was just doing randomly on the streets. What a cool guy! Just coming yeah, to that one time got so. for dog fighting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? X gonna give it to you. <laughs> that was uh that was uh by the illustrious sheriff joe whoa was it yeah it was in maricopa i think maricopa he was been arrested a couple times in, in the old arizona he lived out here for a while yeah did he still live yeah. out here i don't, I don't know i haven't read the news articles about his his passing so who knows well, that explained I mean, the, someone does that explained the meth use because arizona well, loves, yeah. methamphetamines you meet the randomest people that are like, yeah, well, I used to do meth or I still do meth. And you'd be like, fucking, and you, Ow. you run, <laughs> you are the, the manager of the Apple store. I've, uh, we talked about living and working in call centers and the, mm-hmm. I, I, there's definitely someone who was promoted ahead of me that, um, that was dealing drugs. <laughs> yeah, when I first started working at um, One Call Center, my boss was a cocaine dealer, always on cocaine, always had cocaine. Uh, used to like bring a gun to work and like he should he'd like have it out at night and stuff. <laughs> just call centers, man, crazy shit happen. There's the call centers and restaurants, and those are my two favorite jobs. I hate <laughs> fucking hate call centers, like the the actual work and stuff. Oh, I hate I hate every job basically. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's uh, honestly, um, I, there is an aspect of working like uh, cooking lines that I like when you like get into a flow state, but um, it is a very, very stressful, shitty job. But a lot of times you get drugs. Um, it's made me feel bad. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, like what drugs I would still be willing to do at this point in my career. And it's, it's like much pot, like, LSD. Yeah, just like adults, I think. Yeah. Yeah, anyone that like, don't have like any kind of hangover aspect to it. Getting vaccinated and going hard this summer, I was like, I don't think I can go hard. Because I was imagining one of those nights where you're up all night drinking and like, doing cocaine and stuff. And I was just thinking about like the misery of like the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do that again. <laughs> no, I want to live. Yeah. Then again... It's really easy for me to give into peer pressure if it's um, a girl that has cocaine. Wow, Kyle, you should really uh, try to find girls that aren't into cocaine. <laughs> We've talked about this before. I need, the, the, uh, need a girl who's a, a woman of some type of action. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be cocaine action. Be the what if she's into, uh, you know, she's a uh, mescaline. She's a peyote in the San Pedros. Oh, I'll grow cool. a cactus in my backyard for you. It's perfectly legal to grow them. Is it? In Arizona, 100%. You can go down to the nursery down here and get one. There's some oh. in my neighborhood. It's really easy to um, get peyote out here, so that makes sense. But, 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 but what else? Um, WrestleMania. Right oh, now. yeah. I was going to add that's tonight. Um, there's there's people in the crowd for some reason. They're having crazy weather problems. They had to clear out the arena. Oh, did like they? I don't, I don't and thunderstorm. 
I just saw like an update for some reason. But is the Rock or Hulk Hogan wrestling? They're letting people back in. I don't know. You can subscribe to Peacock or whatever for yeah, three months. The network is now and watch uh, WrestleMania. So I was thinking I'll do that after the podcast. I don't like this. Is, I this is the year I've cared the least about wrestling ever in my life. I think, but it's like oh, I oh, guess that's I just don't watch. Last uh, twenty-one years of my life. Yeah, but like I don't know. I've watched WrestleMania like the last ten years. So for some reason, I feel like. I don't like that they, fun they, to do it. WrestleMania should be one goddamn night. What do you get? <laughs> I don't like it. One night. <laughs> no, it's a, a, the biggest event of the year. Exactly. Well, it's the biggest event of the year, not two events. It's nonstop. 48 yeah, hours of wrestling. Like Coachella creep. <laughs> they wrestle, or WrestleMania was already getting like way too long anyways when it was like fucking well, five I mean, hours. Ross, three hours, right? Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. Two hours max. Um, they have... Uh, and they don't need fucking three shows a week. Yeah, what's the other show they do? They got Smackdown, NXT, is that still two hours? And they got SmackDown, which is also like three hour, two or three hours. But there's, I mean, that's SmackDown, an hour and a half. NXT is a different product, technically, so I guess it could be Yeah, but hours. there's a crazy amount of crossover between like the storylines and the wrestlers yeah, and shit. That's just too much wrestling, if you ask me. I Fucking... You need one show, Monday night show, two hours, that's it. And you need not a fucking pay-per-view every month. There should be like four pay-per-views. I, well, I think every other month seems about right. So I'll, I'll, I'll allow right. six of the most, but it should be Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. That's it. Survivor Series. And then two two more. <laughs> Uh, in your house, whack them, smack them. No, no, I guess it was WCW one. Uh, um, Fall Star- that's a fun hey. one. Now, Starcade is WrestleMania, or not yeah. WrestleMania. Well, I mean, that's a WrestleMania, but it takes it's place super during card. Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's the, the traditional super card show. Oh, that, Clash of the Champions. That's all Clash cool, man. of the Jim Gems. Yeah, whatever. wrestling fucking sucks, anyways. <laughs> but I love it. But I don't love it enough to watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the idea of it, but fucking don't catch me watching three hours of anything a week. Except for, I mentioned I watched uh, Ghost Squad, a weird uh, Japanese movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been uh, learning more about the director, Noboru Iguchi, and watching some <laughs> of his stuff. Uh, yeah, he Gucci. Um, so, for, so far, I've watched uh, Ghost Squad, and he did. TV miniseries version of like the super horny manga prison school and I watched that it was pretty horny uh, <laughs> but I also watched last night zombie ass toilet of the dead which is one of his movies <laughs> and, uh, I don't want to know anything else my imagination will fill in the blanks it's uh this guy this he's one of my new favorite directors I'm uh, <laughs> this guy fucks yeah I'm watching his whole entire catalog if you go to his IMDb and look at, I don't know, the first decade and a half of his career based on uh, the titles and the fact that there's no IMDb information on it. This guy started out directing porn, for sure. And there's tons of elements that really make it into his other movies where just, like, zombie ass. There's just, I, I was like, am I watching someone's fetish? You know what I mean? Because it was, like, tons of um, beautiful Japanese women having to shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Colin's the <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Were. 
<laughs> well, it's like I was like, is this just you know, trauma or John Waters' level of just being as absurd as possible to like push the limit and be funny, or is there like some fetish elements to it? And I kept going back and forth, but there's one very prolonged scene of um, beautiful Japanese woman uh, who has to shit the worst she's ever shit in her life. And it was just, you know, oh, I know that feeling. Terrible foley fart sound. It's very comical. She has to shit in the outhouse. There's a very um, uh, erotic camera framing of her having to take her panties down. And you know, and then, and then she's, and then a zombie comes out of, from the muck underneath the outhouse, and that kind of sets off the entirety of the movie. But it's just the prolonged scene of her like moaning and farting and trying to shit, and like the way it's framed and stuff. I was like, this is, uh, is this sexy? <laughs> I mean, it's That's not. Sounds the weirdest boner right now. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> sexy to me. But it, it did give me the feeling of like, oh, this is someone finds this sexy. Yeah, this is kind of like a little bit on fetish territory, I think. Um, so if you're into <laughs> that shit, check out Zombie Ass. There's a lot of it. <laughs> I guess you know, not to kink shame, because that one seems relatively harmless as long as long as your girlfriend's fine with you, her watching you, you watching her poop. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I'm not into poop shit. Not really. Um, there's a scene in prison school where, um, why well, or pee shit really? Well, I, yeah, I was just gonna bring up the PB stuff. There's a scene in prison school where, like, R. Kelly, he's getting the, the boys in it are tortured by like the secret underground um student council of like an all girls school or whatever. The con the plot's just to set up like, some shit. Got it. Yeah, just to set up some like oh sexy Japanese women torturing boys, you know. But one of them <laughs> like. Uh, like forces one of the dudes to pee but like it backfires and he accidentally pees on her right and then there's a scene where she's oh, like that's like store of the eye she's like i gotta get fucking revenge on this dude so like she like while he's in a state of pain for another reason and is in the nurse's, nurse's office she like straddles him and like takes her panties off and is like i'm gonna pee on you now don't you dare look blah blah, blah. and i was like you know what it's kind of hot <laughs> 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 but uh yeah like you mentioned the story of the eye i don't have a particular like his fetish but that's one of those things where i was like i'm down for it never been Not a problem me. except yeah. for i don't like want to like be having regular sex you know like sunday morning and just get pp all over the bed you know you gotta like there's gotta be more to it definitely a nurse's office so like yeah you pee on me <laughs> you pee on me kiss on me yeah, so that's what I've been up to. I'm just gonna I'm going through this guy's entire filmography. Some of them seem hard to find, but um he's got a movie called Mutant Girls Squad, which seems cool. The Machine Girl, Robo Geisha. I mean since a real theme here. Um he's got Hentai Samurai. Okay. Um, and I think I knew one of those when I was in high school. <laughs> unfortunately, it seems like he's um Due to like mainstream attention and being this guy, he's legitimately a good director. Like his movies look really good, and he's like Takeshi Miiki, where you can just turn him turn him out. Seems to have gotten a little bit more uh, mainstream success in Japan. So his most recent movie uh, called The Flowers of Evil or Akunohana seems like it's got it's still got horny stuff in it, but it seems like you know um, you could show it to normal people. 
So that's good for him, you know? It's got 6.7 <laughs> on IMDb. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, saying, you're saying he did the real John Waters turn. This is his hairspray. Oh, I don't know. All, uh, a college student steals the panties of a girl he likes and gets witness, which sets off a chain of events that send his life and the lives of others around him out of control. In 2021, that's hairspray. Yeah. 2019 it came out, apparently. <laughs> oh, well, it's the same difference. Yeah, but it you does know, seem I'm, like... You know, I'm going to leave everything. Everything is uh, pre-COVID and post-COVID now. Right now he's doing a TV series called Aoki Vampire no Naomi. Is there a vampire in it? Is. Vampire. That's probably what vampire is. Is the like the Japanese kanji pronunciation of vampire? Huh. Yeah, I'm almost positive that's what it is. Can't no ways it is good as Tokyo Vampire Hotel, but I gotta check it out. Tokyo Vampire Hotel, made by one of my other favorite Japanese directors, Shion Sona, also a sort of infant terrible. Los Infanteras Terribles. Infanterie. Now, Infanterie is a French phrase, so not Los. You foolish guy who doesn't know the, all the Romance languages. I do. I know many of them. One of them is Romania. Yeah, so I got a big week ahead of me. Oof, not me. Crazy Japanese stuff. I love it. This is my type of shit. When I just watched Zombie Ass, I was like, fuck yeah, finally, like. A new director. I Finally, really a movie just, for me. <laughs> a new director. I could really just go through all their shit and see what it's all about. Yeah, because everyone who listens to the podcast knows, like, fucking John Waters is my ultimate dude. I have broader tastes in, like, cinematography and what, you know, other movies in general. But, like, John Waters and, like, trauma movies, that's my shit. You know what I mean? That's, like, my favorite style of, like, fucking with cinema or whatever. So anytime I find like some other weirdo who's doing weirdo shit, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is it. This is the stuff. You need extreme gore and uh, titties and possible sexual fetishization. It's probably not healthy or good. Like I said, I'm not going to show it to a bunch of people or recommend it to a bunch of people. But that hopefully doesn't make me a creep. I just think it's interesting. <laughs> no, you're a creep. Oh, well, you just got to find someone who's down with <laughs> I the don't creep. Know, you got to get down. No, that's not creep. that creepy. Uh, no, uh, I just like I, movies I where they like, like let's be as weird as shit, or uh, or even like a film movement that I think of as like my jam. Well, a lot of it for me just has to do with John Waters as also a human being. Like uh, I like his books, his interviews. I like what he has to say. His like philosophy makes sense to me. You know what I mean? So it's more broader than just his movies. I just think he's a cool ass no, dude. I get it. He's a plus on number one. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest dudes to ever do it. To ever do it up. Speaking of uh, two uncool dudes, uh, have you seen the shit with uh, uh, Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant? Oh, yeah. I saw um, Rappaport tried to sue him for talking because Kevin Durant was like, meet me here. I'll beat your ass. Oh, I, I didn't think he... I don't think Michael Rappaport tried to sue Kevin Durant. Michael Rappaport is trying to sue... What, Barstool Sports or some shit from, like, oh. firing him from, like, three years ago? The Kevin Durant shit is something separate, I, I think. Well, well I no, got he had his attorney contact Kevin Durant or something. Did he? I don't remember this part. I got a little clip to play from, like, when Michael Rapport was on uh, um, that fucking Skip Bayless show. I don't know what the hell fuck it's called. Fuck Skip Bayless. Anyways, yeah, it's, like, a minute long. Here we go. In regards to the, the DMs, um, you know, it, it, this whole thing started with the opening night uh, when he made his return and uh, the uh, Shaquille, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith interview 
where he shunned them. And I believe you guys talked about it on the show. I said something where I didn't even add him uh, about the interview saying, if you know, if you don't want to do the interview, don't do the interview. I didn't add him the next morning or thing though, actually after the game, it might've been after the game, you know, uh, he, he started, uh, uh, you know, he went into my DMS and, and he said, uh, you know, we were going back and forth about that. And that was fine. You know, I could banter. I could trash talk. I could say whatever. You know, I'm good with that. I'm comfortable with that. I, um, you know, I've made a, a good career in the sports world from that, a great career in the podcast world because of that. But when you say you're going to spit on me and you can't mm-hmm. wait to spit on me mm-hmm. and let's meet up on this street and that street because you're going to spit in my face. Yeah. And that was the first time. And then there was a second time. When I, when I see you, I'm going to spit in your face. And then last Tuesday in the morning while I was at work on Atypical, I was dealing with a lot of moving. Um, uh, there, I was there's a, there's a, 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 um, trouble with my a lawsuit situation that I'm dealing with. Uh, and he hit me out of the blue. I can't wait to see your dirty butt. <laughs> when I see you, I'm going to spit in your face. Literally and I'm butt? like, And then he, he kept <laughs> going on and butt. then he brought up my wife. And at that moment, it wasn't Durant. At that moment, it wasn't a basketball player. It was just another dude in my DMs. And I was like, yo, this ain't cool. We're not friends. There's no bro code. Um, I don't know you like that. That's not banter. That's not funny. That's not like me, you know, saying, yo, look at Shannon's suit uh, today that he's wearing on the show. You know, why are you wearing those colors? They don't match or skip. You're crazy. Uh, that shot wasn't as big, the greatest shot ever. That's nah, not. That's <laughs> Man, Michael Rappaport seems like a bitch. Well, I'm mean, still so as Kevin fucking Durant. I mean, these are the two. I'm, uh, I'm like, I call the um, Kristap Porzingis or Horzingis, as I call him, mm. like the softest big man in, in basketball. But goddamn, Kevin Durant. Why the fuck are you even bothering with Michael Rappaport? Also, like, he was, he did some homophobic shit too, which seemed weird. Like, why? Oh, well, I mean, this. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. Well, the, like the, the thing I know Michael Rappaport for is hanging out with Andy Cohen and getting yelled at um, from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, really? Yeah, I he's just, on. He, he's, I he's big on the Real Housewives. That's, that's I didn't know any stick. of that shit. I didn't realize. I the only thing I know Michael Rappaport for is like his '90s movies output. Really, I hadn't. Uh, that's the whole thing. Is like I cannot fathom. Oh, is that a whole career after that? Yeah, I, I didn't realize that, so I could not. I think he worked for Ballster Sports at one point. I believe that was a whole lawsuit. I couldn't fathom why he was in the public eye at all, like why anyone still cared about him. <laughs> but um, that thing where he's like, I didn't even add him, so blah blah. blah. That's man, what are you bitch. So like fucking yeah, because you didn't add him because you didn't want to say anything back, you little bitch. That's like not. <laughs> oh, I didn't add him, so he doesn't be able to talk to me. No, shut the fuck up, man. That's like talking behind someone's back. You're afraid to say to his face, fucking pussy. <laughs> it's a fucking internet. What do you mean? It's I don't know. The same shit, man. Fuck that. Like, he's trying to. Yeah, act I, like, I didn't add him, so what's his problem? Don't talk shit if you don't want to hear anything back. <laughs> Damn. That's life, fool. That's wild, though. But uh, yeah, Kevin Durant also is like, <laughs> who cares? You fucking goober. You bum, <laughs> Kevin Durant, you bum. How wild. Just two scrubs. That, who cares? <laughs> but I love, I like that. Like Kevin Durant's like, pull up here. This, these, these are the fucking cross streets. I'll show up. I'll fight Kevin Durant. <laughs> the fucking thin motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Dwight Howard saying it. Yo, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Wait a minute, Dwight. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Cradle me in those big shoulders of yours. <laughs> 
Also, I might grow up where fat ass, too. <laughs> well, he's he's got to be old as shit, right? He's got he's close to 50, right? I don't know. I just remember... The last time I remember seeing him in a movie was... Uh, what was the Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> School days. <laughs> it's for the Battle of the Scrubs. I hope they take it to fucking a boxing match for Barca. <laughs> there you go. Let's pitch that. Oh, yeah, that'll be part of the settlement in the lawsuit or whatever. Well, um, and the NBA did find Kevin Durant for uh, using offensive language. I think that's weird, though. Because, well, like, I mean, you can only you can't get away with using homophobic slurs in 2021, even if yeah. uh, someone leaking private DMs. Yeah, we talked about this before, though. But I'm really skeptical of the whole being punished by your employer aspect of. Oh, I mean, like, the NBA is different. I don't know. Generally speaking, I agree with you, but the NBA is a little bit different than, and he, yeah, than, than like, you know, Starbucks. Yeah. Also, I mean, generally speaking, I think if you're racist enough and overt enough, I think it's fine for Starbucks to fire you. I I mean, the general problem is that there's no safety net beyond your your employer. And I I don't know. It feels to me like a separate argument than your employer being like, well, you're a fucking asshole. We have a bunch of black people that work here. Get the fuck out. My problem with it is um, not like you said. Yeah, like I mean, if you're an asshole or racist and weird shit at work, you, you should be fired anyways. But my problem just is uh, broader, I guess. Wherein the only arbit- like the only justice that's ever arbitrated in our society is through employment. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's no- under like generally a capitalist regime, and that's how yeah. that's how it works. I mean, until that yeah, shit which changes, is bad. that's I'm just saying it's bad. <laughs> but- <laughs> But until that shit changes, then, you know, that's the arbiter of justice, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but it's bad. Uh, Speaking of uh, the the yoke of capitalism, Amazon, your union vote, is not going well, last I heard? Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going too well. Um, A lot of choice quotes from uh, some people working there who got uh, quite swindled by Amazon. A lot of great propagandies. I mean, you've heard it. You've worked in... Well, every actually, job, every job you have is there immediately. Like, hey, you know, don't don't join a union. Don't trust union. Unions are bad. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you you've heard it from your coworkers too, is what I really mean. Oh yeah. Well, that's the uh, yeah. It's um fucking big from, part of propaganda in the United States. People. I've heard it from coworkers where the job that in the, the training had had no anti-union shit in it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just heard um, it from just generally growing up in the United States. Yeah, it's just cultural propaganda at this point. It's just unions are bad, right? No, only, only the corporations are allowed to collectively bargain against you. Why do we need a union? We have HR. Oh, my God. Ah, HR yeah, yeah. doesn't work for you. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, David Lynch. What about I don't. I don't know if you... We He's got a beard now. Part. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if uh, we recorded this or if it... We talked about it after the podcast, but um, remember I said there was a project he was doing called Wisteria for Netflix? Yes. Um, yeah, what so apparently it? that's... I have no idea. Oh, it's real? I can't figure it out. Yeah, it's real, though. He's hired a bunch of... There's a bunch of people that were hired for it. Um, what was the working title? Oh, shit. There was a, a title. I can't remember. Knuckle Boogie. Right no, it's not what we well. the, um, the project name is just Wisteria. Which makes everything it's it's Twin Peaks related, but I don't think it actually is. What the fuck was it called? Like Unrequited Night or something weird like that? Hmm. David Lynch, huh? Well, I'll watch it. It doesn't really matter what it's about. 
Um, <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Everyone's assumption is all anything he does, anything new. It's like, oh, more Twin Peaks. I don't know. Who knows what it's about? You won't find out until you watch it two, three times. <laughs> I bet it's about a uh, weatherman. Weatherman. Really, oh, here it is. Unrecorded night. Hmm. Unrecorded night. I have no idea if either one is the real title. Obviously, Wisteria is not. We'll check it out. Some more check content for Netflix, as Netflix refers to. Yeah, uh, more Netflix content. Lost a lot of market share, from what I remember reading. Who are they losing out to? Disney Plus. Yeah, everybody. HBO Max. Well, basically, if you've noticed that, uh, Dis- or Netflix doesn't have a lot of um, non-Netflix content anymore. Oh yeah, nah. nah I, I mean, I don't remember the last time I actually watched Netflix, but. Like Stranger Things season three. I know how much you love it. That may have been the last time I watched it. <laughs> no, it's probably Tiger King. Mm, Tiger King. Oh no, I watched Sweet Home, that um Korean monster show on Netflix too. Actually, that's what got me down this path of watching every other Korean thing. <laughs> Except for I ended up um after watching that one, I haven't really watched any. Of like Korean dramas at all. I just watch their um, like comedy shows, their variety shows, because <clears throat> um, their dramas are usually, they're just about like regular people kissing and stuff, which is fine. But I'm not oh, too interested. In that. Yeah, I want like monsters and kissing and stuff. <laughs> Kiss some monsters, <laughs> mix it up. Oh, this is actually an interesting topic to bring up. Anyways, there was a show from korea called the uh, Joseon exorcist that had it started had just started like a couple weeks ago um and it takes place in the Joseon era of korea right mm-hmm. but uh i guess the people in korea uh, it's like a weird zombie demonic possession versus korea sort of thing it was pretty tight they only had the first two episodes and then it got totally canceled because um people in korea were offended about the sort of disrespect or like the historical inaccuracies of how they were treating the historical figures in it and it also it also came out that um one of the groups funding the show is from china and within the content of the show there was a lot of chinese food they're using chinese swords blah, blah blah and there's a huge culture battle going on with korea and china right now where China's trying to say that uh, kimchi is ours, uh, hanbok is ours, you know, things that are considered very traditionally Korean actually belong yeah, to China. Yeah, they got ramen is ours. I've seen that yeah. shit. So the people in Korea were like, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> Which is, I remember um, watching a video like, well, Chinese ramen is much older than Japanese ramen. <laughs> yeah. Which so, might be true, but still. Yeah. So, yeah, just the cultural conflict that exists among the, most of those nations in the... the East Asia, Japan, Korea, and China are all Thailand, kinda, uh, Thailand. yeah, all kind of involved in it. Um, Malaysia, yeah. So I was, Vietnam. Like I just like watched the first two episodes, thought it was pretty tight, and then like the next week when it was supposed to be posted, like it wasn't there, and I was like, well, let's investigate. And I was like, they straight up just cancel that shit. It was like, you know, they had that money, more episodes done. Well, yeah, the amount of money they spent on it and the fact that it is, like, so set and CGI heavy it means they absolutely filmed, like, mo- almost all the episodes by the to be at the point where they are finished with CGI for the first few episodes. You know what I mean? Like, principal photography had to be done. 
Like, like for sure, they well, just uh, lost so the much. The Clerks animated money. series, right? They only showed two episodes, but they made six. Well, it's like it's a show that's on the scale of Game of Thrones, essentially, right? And Game of Thrones. The first few episodes aren't able to air until completely principal photography is done because they don't start doing CGI for any of the episodes until everything's done, right? So right. if you're able to get the first few episodes completed with CGI, that means the rest of production is done, essentially, besides um, post CGI any post-production post stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with this show. For those first couple episodes to be completely finished with CGI and sound mixing, all this sort of stuff, that means they absolutely principal photography at least was completely done so it's like fucking shit imagine being like some of the first time actors that were in the show like yeah this is it man this is a big ticket because everyone was there was a hype well, that's happened a lot of people though yeah, yeah and, like, I, I, it's like fucking done <laughs> i was just like this, this, i guess pilot's gonna i'm gonna pilot's gonna be the one yeah i was trying to think of um like an american cultural example that would uh, Firefly? Case. Well, no, I mean like where. Oh, and like for historical reasons. Where the content canceled. would be so historically egregious to Americans that um, people would be like, fuck that. It'd have to there be. There was like, that uh, day. The, the Game of Thrones dudes were going to do that alternate Civil War shit, right? Mm hmm. Where the South won or something? Isn't that what it was? And everybody's like, mm, nah. And HBO then eventually canceled it. Yeah. That's my only close. That's the closest thing I'm going to go. I was thinking, like, what if they did. um a relatively historically accurate Founding Fathers miniseries and you got to see like all the Founding Fathers raping their slaves and stuff. You think that pissed people off enough that they get canceled? Oh. Oh. You mean you see Thomas Jefferson going in there? It's time, baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Depending on how egregious you made it, maybe. All the people on the, the internet whining about cancel culture in the United States were I fucking... It's people are much more powerful in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you've seen that uh, old British TV show, Heil Hitler, I'm Home, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one got canceled after, like, what, an episode or two? Yeah. Well, I think the bigger problem with uh, Joseph's Exorcist was uh, the uh, seemingly um, subversive Subtle, Chinese like, propaganda. Sub <laughs> yeah. yeah, where they're like, all right, now slip in that we, we created kimchi. <laughs> Which is, everything korean is actually chinese good night yeah. uh, that's one of the craziest aspects of uh china currently i think is is that how they're just trying like no no it's all no, ours. we did this it, it's ours <laughs> thank you it. no no us <laughs> well it's also like something well i mean have. like they're like hey guess what tibet no 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 it's not you're not your own thing yeah you're part it's of us. ours it's yeah, us, it's us. You know, China has always been one thing. It's never at any point been fractured, ever. No, it's always been ethnically Han Chinese, <laughs> dynasty after dynasty. That's it. Well, it's the thing about it, too, is um, kimchi. Like, that is, like everyone, I think, around the world, when you hear about kimchi, think kim that's Korea, right? Yeah, I, I hear Yong in my head. Yeah, like, how much propaganda can China do to get, convince everyone that kimchi is China? You know what I mean? That would be so much work for something completely useless. <laughs> I don't think so. I think cultural power is really is really important. That's like, honestly, that's how the United States has conquered the world. It really isn't how, it really isn't military might. It's, it's a little bit economic of, might. Uh, it's, it's our output of fucking media. propaganda and culture. Yeah. yeah. Well, culture is our only export anymore at this point. 
I guess aside from oh, and we export and so fucking much of it. Soldiers and bullets. I actually think um, after delving into South Korea and their entertainment industry and stuff, I think it's going to become a big engine of media creation over the next. Oh, probably. I'm like, it's sort of. I'm sure. Well, I mean, Japan definitely has is cut into our output with like manga and anime. Yeah, like uh, Japan's got, got that covered pretty much. Yeah, right. But um. I think like the the emergence of K-pop has kind of shown that mm-hmm. you know there's a market for it here in the United States. Yeah, I think. And, uh, I think I think you'll see TV and, and movies a little bit. I don't think it's going to be like huge, but I think you'll get a niche like anime and manga. Well, I think the Korean K dramas at this point are already at the level of niche interest of anime and manga. I think. I think it's probably what where it was like in twenty. In the early aughts, maybe, but not. No, not no, not even close. There's it's way bigger than that. I really, I feel like I'm on the internet enough, and I hear way more about anime than I do about K-pop or 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 K dramas. I guess maybe just because, to be honest, I think K dramas and K-pop skews to a female audience. So I have plenty. I got plenty of females. In the audience out there, Kyle. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with the VHS cult, but there's a dozen people out there, and at least six of them are female. All right, we're like 50-50. Pretty good. would like to keep that number. Actually, let's skew more women. <laughs> <clears throat> like the band AFI. <laughs> I don't know if you've uh, you've listened to our podcast, but good luck. <laughs> no, these are just jokes. We're just telling jokes. What if I said that's essentially super misogynist, damn it? Well, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> uh, I said I thought Tiffany Amber Thiessen was cute when I was a kid. It's not that bad. I don't, did anyone accuse you of misogyny? <laughs> I felt like you did. When? Right now. I said we just told jokes. You said jokes. these are all jokes. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't know any. I can't leave any examples. <laughs> That's uh, that'd be the the most passive. Honestly, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything you um, said that was particularly misogynist either. Well, I mean, there is sort of. Um, no one wants to hear like about straight guys' sexuality on the internet too much, but I try to make it funny at least. You know, I tried to harken it back to my childhood, which I think is more cute and fun than anything else. Now that's weird. You're you pedophile. <laughs> That's not a pedophile. What? <laughs> you have a I just meant like the. I, shut up. <laughs> what? Oh no. Oh no. I just meant like the crushes I had as a kid, not like mm-hmm. the. I just find I think it's weird as a thirty-seven-year-old married man to be like, oh, you know, that girl's cute. But I, I find it okay to be like, oh yeah, I remember this girl being finding this girl attractive when I was a child. Yeah, I guess. I, don't know, I feel like I put guardrails up as an adult, as a married man, that didn't exist when I was younger. Yeah, I just, sorry, um, asshole. What are you talking about? I wasn't giving you a hard time about it. <laughs> Everyone's giving you a hard time about everything. <laughs> oh, I just, um, I guess maybe because I'm not married or just because. No, I, I mean, like, too much because I feel like I'm like, I, whatever, man, I just say what I want. No, I mean, not well, me, you know, there's at a point where like, you know, check them out, babe, over there. Like, well, oh, I'm I don't like, do that. Weirdo. I've never but, done like, that, just, though. I don't, I think acknowledging that you find someone a, Attractive or cute or pretty is is fine. I think if, honestly, I find the word uh, "hot" really weird as a descriptive. Well, but she's well fit, like they say in England. <laughs> well, fit, well, fit. <laughs> well fit. I'm gonna shift there. 
<laughs> that sounds gross. <laughs> That's what they say in Ireland. It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, we're, <laughs> it doesn't sound strange, right? I'm gonna shift it. When you think about it, it's like fucking like, like her pelvis, like a stick shift, or what, you know. <laughs> Another rock right after this. Yeah, your man over there, he shifted her. Yeah, your yeah, man. She's got to have a anterior pelvic tilt. <laughs> That's how you get a duck butt. <laughs> a duck I got butt. a little bit of duck butt from sitting for so long. A goddamn a duck chair butt. Yeah, I, I have, um, I if I had like an actual butt, I might, but I just have, yeah, I have like a very uh, steep curve from my upper back to my lower back that goes inward. <laughs> But I and I can do I can do a yoga squat. So <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to um, develop a butt for years now since I started like lifting weights and stuff, and uh, it doesn't do anything. It just have <laughs> makes you tried it... doing those like uh, stretchers or I mean, or, or, it's uh, like strong. Activate your glutes. Yeah, it's like stronger and like firm now, but it's not like big. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> just two flat stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. My God, it's your ass, like two twenty-five pound weights. <laughs> yeah, at some point, you know, genetics takes over. You know, it's the same thing with like my pecs, where they're uh, my abdomen's really long, and so my pecs come in at like a pretty sharp angle. Like, you can't do anything about that. You know, you can't create like new muscle fiber or anything. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure modern science tells me surgery. Well, yeah, but that'd be like fake shit. I could get buzzing. Like, oh, nigga. Ah, yeah, yeah, in my calves, put it there. That's the that's <laughs> such a foreign idea to me to not be able to have giant calves. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing I can get is big legs. Yeah, just fucking no problem. Just walk around, get some big calves. <laughs> Doing it my whole life. First off, right, before we get to that, since uh, so we're talking anime. Oh yeah, anime. Uh, I'm gonna watch Gundam Wing with with Ryan. There's nothing in there you think that the twins wouldn't be able to watch, right? Gundam Wing? Nah, it's pretty... Yeah, I think it's pretty... It's pretty safe. Tame. Basically, anything... Any anime that was um on TV in Japan in yeah. would be fine. It's the uh, uh, OVAs and stuff and... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll probably stuff. watch Cowboy Bebop both of them for that. I don't know if the twins are old enough for that one. They... Just, I think they just might they, think it's boring. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, there's not anything that would be offensive or anything. It just might be kind of boring for them. Gundam Wing. What else would be a good one? Um, that was my question to you. Hmm. What are some good anime? I mean, we watched the original Gundam, but I don't know if they'll like that as much as we did. Yeah. I feel like we were more forgiving that kind of animation because we grew up with it then. Yeah, because fucking Voltron was the shit, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, the difference between Voltron Transformers and Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam, very, is very small. Very minimal. Well, that's the thing with regards to Japan's animation industry is they are fucking leagues ahead of American animation, aside from Disney, of course. Um, dum, dum, that's the I as much as I know about anime and like was interested in anime at different periods of my life, I don't like very much anime. I've yeah, talked about I don't like the storytelling. Yeah, like I mean, Kira and Ghost in the Shell eventually, but. Uh, uh, obviously, the Studio Ghibli stuff. I'm sure they've seen Dragon all Ball. that at this point. Yeah, we've seen most of the Studio Ghibli shit. Uh, Dragon... He doesn't like Studio Ghibli that much. The, the twins like it a lot more than him. You know, I th- everyone literally likes um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, Kiki's Delivery Service rules. I got 
Oh, it's with. I bet when he's older, he'll like more Ghibli. Because like when I was his age, is when probably I saw Princess Mononoke. But that's like a more. Yeah, that's a more like action standard story of than a lot of uh, Miyazaki's other movies. And then like when I got a little bit older and like more whimsical, like in 1920, when I was like mostly shed of like whatever masculine ideals yeah Yeah. masculine pretense i was like fucking this is my shit you know (laughs) hopefully ryan doesn't have that period of being like confused about his masculinity that most man i don't know how different is uh society for boys now (laughs) Uh, I, a little bit better, but you gotta remember we live in, like, rural Arizona, so... Yeah. Not great. There's a so couple... Probably not the best place. Yeah, you know, there's some, 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 some poor gay kids that committed suicide over the last couple of years. I don't remember if you remember hearing that about that. Yeah, well, so, they'd be, it'd be like our nieces and nephews would go to school with them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, th- that's about yeah. where we're at. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily worried about... I think he's, I think he's straight at this point. I would feel like I would know. So I'm not worried about that, but he's definitely a, a more sensitive child like you and I were. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, like, like when I was in high school, it made me... I talked about before, like, how I felt like an outsider when we moved to Arizona, especially. And so, like, the trick I did was just to, like, oh, they, I actually am cool as shit, and these other people suck, right? Like, these normies. I still have that attitude, obviously, because people are kind <laughs> I don't of think you can tell from this podcast. Yeah, but um, it did also make me kind of mean in high school, though, which is not good. Not specifically that, but, like, having to deal with, like, expectations of masculinity and stuff like that, and, yeah, not... I think it... Yeah. I don't know. I had a different experience. I made me really quiet in high school. I feel like I didn't really find myself until after I graduated. I think I was, like, on the right path by, like, senior year, but, like, I didn't have, like, super bad times in high school, but I just was, like, I don't know, when I look back on it, I'm like, that, I wasn't super, I wasn't very cool, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I didn't I have to like, figure it out yet. I feel like if you look back and think you were cool in high school, you're probably an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah, high school was, I, I, that was pinnacle for me. It was all downhill for there. I was so fucking cool in high school. Wooey. I'm like, oof, that's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think you were cool when you were 10, we can have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, before you start to have, like, the, the... Before you start getting boxed in and crushed by society, yeah, you're just relatively uh, an unsus- unsophisticated, true, natural version of yourself. Mm-mm. Yeah, after high school, it's kind of like relearning who you're supposed to be, I feel like. I just remember thinking in high school, like, none of these people are really going to like me, so what the fuck is the point? Like, I didn't have, I had friends. Like, you like, you will attest to me not yeah. being a complete loser. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, I just remember feeling, like, really, like, ugh, why am yeah, I yeah. My thing, though, is, um, I had the, the unfortunate urge to kind well, of... I acted a lot, a lot to the teachers. I kind of, my thing too was I, yeah, I sort of thought I was better than everyone, right? And, but then I, um, obviously you still want to fit in. So I was like, instead of being quiet, I would, I don't know, it's kind of manipulative and, yeah, so much has changed. Like, I would like dominate other people. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, I don't know. And then it would be like, I'd be so exhausted from like playing the role. Like that, I didn't want to socialize very much outside of school, anyways. Either I still kind of have that problem where, like, 
it's kind oh, of me too like i it's like i go to work exhausting. all day and I have to, to, to be an old person i don't want yeah. to go out, go out to work yeah work especially where it's like oh this i get the, i can only be can only show like 15 percent of who i'm actually actually am at work and then the rest of it is facade or if you just get drunk you just be drunk all the time well, yeah, i did that a lot for uh for really your body uh, i did that a lot i'm fine <laughs> mm. I am now. It took years. <laughs> it took like four years, but yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Oh, can't, man, we're talking about serious shit on this podcast. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Spooky news. All right, spooky shit. First off, last week we talked about, I think it was last week, might have been the week before, the uh, USS Kid, the Navy ships, battleships that were uh, harassed yeah, by... By Tic Tacs, got it. UAVs. Um, so footage, photos, and video leaked this week of it. Um, at first, there was a little bit of skepticism if it was actually from that event, but the Navy did confirm later this week that yeah, that's what it's from. It's all right. I mean, go. Ch- that's just that's it. Just an update on the story. You can go check out the photos in the video. It's whatever. There's definitely aliens, though. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just hear UAV, Tic Tac, and I've definitely seen some drone companies with uh, Tic Tac shape UAV, you know, prototypes. Mm-hmm. I think mm, probably not aliens. Well, the Navy. No. The thing is, what's interesting yeah, if aliens, about you got to show me at this point something beyond what I see in 2021 because yeah. I, I see Tic Tac UAVs. So show me something beyond that, aliens. What's interesting about this situation is, yeah, I mean, it's probably not aliens. It does that doesn't really make sense logically, like we talked about last week. But it is interesting to see that um, the Navy clearly has like a protocol for situations like this. So it seems mm-hmm. something that happens often. <laughs> yeah, enough. but their protocol is like, all right, get a bunch of guys out there with camcorders and film it. And oh, I didn't. The best. I mean, I I didn't last week. I didn't go breakdown by breakdown of like the report they have, but it, there is like line by like the actual. I mean, I know like, it's. Right? I've I've read the article, so I know it's a bit more detailed to that. But when you break break it down, it's basically like, hey, here's a bunch of guys with camcorders. Go film it. Well, yeah, then, uh, but it also is like, okay, we have to report to these agencies. They arm the guns. They like turn off all power to the shit. There's a whole bunch of like bigger shit that they do that's kind of like, oh, okay. So it's interesting that there's a protocol for it, which means it happens often enough that they kind of know what they're supposed to do. And then it's also interesting that like, yeah, it might be experimental aircraft from other branches of the military, but the Navy's basically like, ah, we don't know what the fuck it is. That's funny. I mean, honestly, it can even be experimental aircraft from a branch of the Navy, you know, like a different division of the Navy, that they're just not telling the, the local carrier group. That shit's happened before. Yeah. The most interesting aspect of the whole I mean, ufology the, I feel, stuff to me I is, feel like um, the, um, for this one, the most honest explanation is it's a low, it's a, it's a, a U.S. based drone company. That's number one. And they're just fucking around trying to test their shit. And hey, oh, no, the uh, event or, lasted too long for it to be, um, commercial or military drones why because they don't have enough power to go for seven and a half hours apparently it's that's i mean that's the whole point you know i guess that's my whole point is like it's a oh, government got like better like battery that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah it could be anything uh, but i did yeah the aspect of ufo ufology that's most interesting to me is just the fact that at this point, we do have enough knowledge that we know the government for decades has been like tracking UFOs and have some interest in it. I just think that's like cute. 
Because even think, the I government's think... like, what are these? Huh? Maybe it's aliens. You know, but it's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, but I, to me that that just whole blows the whole like oh there's a vast conspiracy involved. Oh yeah, I I remember when the government couldn't launch the ACA website. I don't think they're hiding aliens. <laughs> <laughs> most conspiracies like fall uh, apart when it's like if it involves more than like a dozen people, four people. Yeah, yeah it's probably like I don't know about that one. That's why the uh, Kennedy assassination for sure was the government though. Uh, well, I mean, the other thing that like, we talked about this last week too. For me, it falls apart too. It's like what the these intergalactic super intelligent beings—they're just what fucking around. I yeah, it's well, who who knows why Mad Men do what they do? Or <laughs> uh, thanks, that, thanks, the shadow. Yeah, it could just be like the these are like the the what if it's <laughs> a, these are like the kids fucking around these are the high school kids yeah what around. if it's like high school aliens this is what they do on the weekend or like what if they go out there and rape humans that's terrible what if there's like he's a like weird the dick aliens yeah but what if there's like a weird cult of aliens that are doing that you know what i mean there, I, there could be all sorts of motivations for it i think i guess to me the idea that just because the technology of a society has gotten so advanced that the the yeah the I worries, it's kind of like yeah i don't know about that no, I agree with that. I just feel like, like, um, how if you're a high school kid, you know, you're 16 years old and you just got your driver's license and you drive into like a military base, uh, that would be a problem. Like, yeah. if you're like the, this fucking kid with an intergalactic spaceship and you're fucking off to Earth all the time to kidnap people, don't you think the society at large has some rule against that? I bet it does. Yeah. Well, my thing is more like, um, if they have interstellar travel, what would be the purpose of coming here just to secretly abduct people and not like make contacts? Rather, you know, what I mean? uh, there are these are the you know these are the incel kids that can't, that can't get yeah. laid back on their own planet, so they're like, oh, I'll get some Earthbus. I'm going with like it's like fucking alien Manson family. Well, uh, I mean that's a possibility or a weird yeah. cult thing. Yeah. But uh, this is an alien cult that's out there. there there's trying a, to make there's it. An, hybrid humans, or maybe they just like having sex with humans. Yeah, there's an interesting sci-fi story for it. Hmm. Don't steal that. That's <laughs> Sean Thomas McDonald patented. I'm right. Copyright. 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 TMTM. Well, um, addition to that, I figured since uh, summertime's coming up, people are getting vaccinated. You know, people are finally. Oh, like my. Uh, Oh my! I got my first appointment. It's Tuesday. Oh, cool. Where's it at? My doctor now. It's, it's literally across the street. God damn it! I should have waited. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. He that he damned if you do or something. It, no, you just waited. Would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take the dog for a walk. I'm gonna go get my vaccine. I'm gonna drink some McDonald's. Maybe I'll get at least some McDonald's. And. Uh, <laughs> One of my girlfriends, um, had her dog like just didn't like. She was very picky about everything, really, and so like anytime we like go to McDonald's, whatever, I always had to get a burger for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, literally, basically anything I give her: uh, yeah. bananas, cucumbers, watermelon. Stra- she has some strawberries <laughs> today. Strawberries. I can't. I don't think are dogs supposed to have strawberries. Oh, whatever, it's fine. They're not grapes. Well, grapes just make their shit too fast, right? I thought grapes could kill them. Oh. Well, well, well. I guess I need to learn grapes more Grapes and dog chocolate facts. are like big no-nos for dogs, from what I remember. 
Well, um, summertime. <laughs> I've been feeding all these raisins to dogs. Summertime, it's coming. People are getting vaccinated. They're going to be back out there. A lot of people, you know, they might even go camping. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to drink in the woods, I guess, but I enjoy the part where I get to come home. I like tripping in the woods, but I like the party to come home and sleep my own best. To me, to me, camping is only fun if there's a body of water involved. Yeah, but a lot of people like camping, and they're going to be camping. So I figured it'd be important for us to take a look at this article here and go over the uh, scary cryptids that you most likely to encounter during this summer. <laughs> Number one, brown bear. <laughs> Number two, black bear. <laughs> now these are spooky cryptids. Those are uh, I, I dangerous don't know if you've ever seen a, a brown bear in the campground bathroom. Oh, actually, you have, because I was with yeah. you when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's that video of the bear, there's like a tour bus and like the bears walking by on his hind legs, just like do 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 do. So he waves and they throw I, him food. I think bears kind of are cryptids almost in the sense of like Bigfoot. We're like, I, I think bears vibe differently and we just don't understand it. <laughs> That's why there's all, I, always I've just, seen the jungle book. Yeah, they're always just chilling at picnic tables. And like when you go to the out of Africa zoo, there's a bear there that will flex for cameras and like pose and stuff. But bears are onto something different. As soon as we figure out that neural network thing, I want to jack into a bear's brain. <laughs> See what that's all about. Berries and honey. <laughs> well, aside and from um, from bears, you might also run into the wood devils. These are seen around Coos County, New Hampshire, since about oh, the 1930s. Oh, I'm after some Coos. Oh, <laughs> oh they're uh, described as looking very Bigfoot-esque, typically around seven to nine feet tall with long, shaggy, tan to gray hair. Some Unlike Bigfoot, though. Oh, no, here's the difference. Wood devils hide behind trees when they see a human coming. If there's no place to hide. What do Bigfoots do? Throw rocks. <laughs> hey, that. you human, get out of here, you dirty human. Don't you remember that one Bigfoot uh, sexually assaulted the hunter? That's what Bigfoot's do. Oh, I'm pretty sure that was like a fictional story. There's a, there's a confessional post on uh, Live Journal. Historical fiction. Uh, wood devils, uh, if there's no place to hide, wood devils will also stand completely still. <laughs> Good one, guys. Mm-hmm. Just like a deer. Oh. Ah, got him. <laughs> throughout the years, uh, many outdoorsmen and campers have heard the screams of these creatures echoing throughout the woods. What do you imagine? A <laughs> what do you think? A, what do you, <laughs> a wood devil sounds like. That was my question. Uh, here, uh, hold on, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about like the noises that humans could make. You're probably going to be it's not like we're gibbons where we can like vocalize a bunch of crazy sounds if they're these wood devils are the lost the missing link they'd just be like hey hey they all sound like ray romana hey i'm a woods devil we also got uh the whirling wimpus Another Bigfoot-like well, that's creature. A, that's a Spider-Man villain for sure, but go ahead. Yeah, he's said to be another Bigfoot-like creature, said to be responsible for the deaths of numerous lumberjacks in the North American woods. It's a seven-foot-tall gorilla with a fat black body and legs that have hooves. Oh, so basically Bigfoot again, but... With hooves. <laughs> they, uh, what they do is they hide behind a bend uh, or in a trail... Some other way to obscure themselves, and as soon as the victim walks closer, the whirling wimpus will spin around on one hoof quickly, 
so as to become almost <laughs> invisible, like Tasmanian devil. Is that in there? Or did you add that? I added that part. <laughs> Uh, while doing this, it will make a low humming sound that seems like it's coming from the trees above. And then once the prey looks up, the wimpus will attack. Well, the, how does it attack? Does it do like swirly fists on you? <laughs> it's a flurry boy. Backhand fist. Wow. Backhand fist. Backhand fist. <laughs> uh, next is uh, devil monkeys. which um, God damn it. These are all Bigfoots. Yeah, this one's uh, this could be local though. These guys are large baboon-like primates that are being spotted in uh, the forested areas of Flagstaff, uh, New Mexico, Utah, and Colorado. Oh, I hate to give you some bad news here. Do you ever hear about that, that monkey sanctuary that was abandoned in Arizona? And all the monkeys went free? Uh, I don't know if they went free, but I know people that, ex- that tried to explore it and they heard howling and they found monkey bones from the less fortunate monkeys. Holy shit, the devil monkeys. They're a gang. So here's my field of theory. You, you've heard of Kyle Wolves, right? Yeah. It's like All that. Right, so these... What? It's like that. Yeah, it's like that. So these are monkeys that have all bred together in this secret monkey sanctuary in Arizona. Just eating and, and each other and fucking each other. Eating and fucking... And then they've escaped out into the wild. And they've created this secret monkey uh, ecosystem in like the northwest of Arizona. That where Flagstaff is? It's, I know it's north. Yeah, it's north. North. Well, I guess well, let's just say north. Yeah. We'll say northeast because it said Utah. What was it? Utah, uh, Flagstaff. New Mexico, Colorado. Yeah, northeast. Yeah, I saw that area. Yeah. They're described as being four to five feet tall, very quick, sharp pointed faces, long springy legs, and a three toed razor claw feet. They got a raptor foot? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> First uh, sighting took place in 1934 in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. That's not yeah, any of the places they listed. Also, there goes my theory because th- this was thing was abandoned in like 2002. Oh, <laughs> that was I, you know 2002 really was a long time ago. It was a long enough time to be like 12 generations deep of monkeys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't know what the fuck kind of monkeys are living in there anymore. Um, the first official sighting of the devil monkey came in 1959 as a couple was driving through the mountains in their way home in Saltville, Virginia, also not the same area, when their car was attacked. What the hell? Uh, someone needs to explain this to me. Did they they played Beast left three scratches on their car. I mean, yeah, urbanization. <laughs> they went to a clean <laughs> environment. Kyle Wolfs. <laughs> I already explained it. Two days later, two nurses from the Saltville area were driving home when a similar creature ripped the convertible top from their car. They seemed pretty strong. <laughs> Almost as strong as a Hulk. Uh, reports continued throughout the years with many of them involving the devil monkeys attacking local animals. One couple in 2006 came home to find a devil-like creature attacking their dog. That could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not uh, as we've big. We've seen a couple coyotes on a wolf, but it's just one coyote. As big as the Flatwoods Monster. Ah. <laughs> can be sighted in both Flatwoods and Frametown, West Virginia. The monster is said to be about 10 feet tall. Looks like it's some sort of spacesuit in some sort of spacesuit or robotic armor. It has a cowl in the shape of an ace of spades, a huge round head, two large eyes. The ace of spades. Low green orange. Spades. The body is a metallic armor structured with thick vertical pipes. This shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Flatwood monster sucks. 
West Virginia, you're whack. Of course, this is from West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, the thing that gives us Joe Manchin and this beast. 1952, after three boys saw a bright object fall from the sky and land in an acre of land belonging to a local farmer, they ran home, grabbed a small search party, and went to the farm to see what the boys had seen. Upon reaching the site, the group saw a huge ball of fire. This is like an alien thing or some shit? Also saw two small, small lights over to the left of the object. When he put his flashlight on the lights, it revealed the creature which hissed and began gliding towards them before changing directions. The day after the incident, the couple driving home had their car come to a sudden stop. A sulfuric odor filled the air. They then saw the flat woods monster standing in front of them. This is like people seeing owls at nighttime. Creatures. It's like every time we would have, if we flipped out every time Ashley as a kid went crazy over the possum. Ah, it's a Bigfoot. Ah, it's aliens. You mean the Fresno Nightcrawlers? (laughs) Fresno Nightcrawlers. That's a real, um, crypto event you story. Fuck. <laughs> there's no cryptids in Fresno, okay? <laughs> no, there's video of them. They look like, uh, it absolutely looks like a hoax that someone set up. <laughs> Everyone Stuck go check, in shadow peoples. Check out the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Speaking of Bay Area, I guess, maybe. At least the <laughs> West Coast. The Lone Pine Mountain Devil. He's a winged carnival that lives on the West Coast. Some believe it's related to the Jersey Devil. They had a falling out and he immigrated, I guess. <laughs> Animals said to be large, furry, multi-winged, and have razor-sharp talons. Its beak also contains rows upon rows of venomous fangs. Ooh. Um, oh, the sightings began back with the early settlers, including the 49ers, who began spreading the tail after numerous coyote and bobcat carcasses were found laying about in the desert. Also, prospectors found with unrecognizable facial features and torsos eaten clean to the bone. Frequent uh, signs were frequent early on. They eventually diminished in the early 1900s. Diminished. Although sightings were scarce for 100 years, starting in 2003, there's been an increase once again of reported mountain devil sightings. Okay, sure. Oh, shit. Guess what? The next one is Bigfoot. This cryptid has made two appearances so far. The first one was in Fresno, California, while the other oh, was in no. Yosemite National Park. In both instances, <laughs> it was only caught on video. The creature appears to be only around four feet high. It is extremely thin with a white humanoid body. However, it does not seem to have any arms and appears to be wearing a white gown or cloak. According to some Native Americans, nightcrawlers have existed on Earth for a long time. They have thought to have come from a planet that was mostly swampland. That's the Fresno nightcrawler. You don't have to go camping to see this one. This one was straight up just going down a hill in Fresno. There's <laughs> no woods in the Fresno. I mean, they got parks and shit, but like, it's not exactly we have, rural. There's the occasional field. Yeah. And finally, the king of them all, if you go to the goddamn Pine Barrens in New Jersey, you might just run into the Jersey Devil, who is, of course, um, some sort of demonic baby that a woman in the Pine Barrens gave birth to back in 1909 or some shit, and then... She got threw him out, and he became fucking monster, or whatever. Everyone knows the Jersey Devil. He sucks. He's not as dangerous as the Fresno Nightcrawler, <laughs> but he's twice as real. So be safe out there when you go camping. What are the, I got a quick question for you. So that's all those I dangerous list. cryptids. Yeah, Bigfoot wasn't on there. Whatever. Um, well, the Wood Devils and the Whirling Wimpus. Yeah, there was like four. I guess there was like fourteen Bigfoots on there. Yeah. Um, do they give you percentages? Like, what's the likelihood you run into each one? There's like, hey, here's a list of some shit. No, this just here's a list of some shit. I'll give some percentages though. Uh, the Wood Devils. Um, 
New Hampshire, 1930s, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you got about 2% chance of seeing one of these fools. They're also really good at hiding behind trees. Remember that. So, uh, Whirling Wimpus. If you want to see one, just keep picking behind every tree you see. Uh, yeah, Whirling Wimpus um, has only killed lumberjacks. So, if you're not a lumberjack, you got 1% chance of this guy getting you. <laughs> Uh, the de- the devil monkeys um, doesn't seem like anyone can keep it straight where they actually are located at. So, Flagstaff, New Mexico, Fucking Utah, point Colorado. Zero five. Yeah, it'd probably be fine. Uh, the other sightings were Tennessee and somewhere else. So, whatever. Good luck. Flatwood monster. This shit's not real. This is they saw fucking some yokels in West Virginia saw an owl. So I don't know zero percent on that one. Uh, Lone Pine Mountain Devil. They uh, said. It'd been hundreds of years since there'd been a sighting and then said starting 2003 there was more sightings but then didn't uh, offer up any of those sightings. So 1% chance. Fresno Nightcrawler. F- shit, 80%. <laughs> this, is probably, this is similar to like the Night Marchers in Hawaii, huh? Yeah, but you can Fresno Nightcrawler. If you go to Fresno, stay up, I don't know, 2 or 3 in the morning, go wandering around Fresno, I guarantee you you're going to see some uh, Nightcrawlers. Not... Not cryptids, but not like, this is what they're talking about. But you, you know, know prostitutes, drug addicts, homeless of people, the um, yeah. general fuck offs. I mean, you would probably, and then Good the luck. Jersey Devil, there's only one of them, and it's in the Pine Barrens, so also like one percent chance of seeing that. You should go to the Pine Barrens, and your, your chances are zero percent. Well, I mean, the Pine Barrens is really big, there's only one Jersey Devil, and he can't be everywhere at once, like Santa Claus. One percent. You don't know this. Maybe he reproduces asexually by budding. Maybe there's like a million of them by now. Holy shit! Pine barrens are just crawling with Jersey devils and probably <laughs> discarded right. needles. Probably more needles than, than devils. It's like finding a devil in a needle stack. That's what they say. <laughs> that's what locals say in the pine barrens. <laughs> yep. So that's it. But be careful when you go camping, everyone. You could run into uh, the howler. Monkeys, or um, I don't know, or, some uh, other some stupid shit. Foot. <laughs> the only interesting one was the uh, Fresno Nightcrawlers, in the middle of the city, huh? <laughs> you stuff. just like it because it's in Fresno. Spooky. Stuff. I like it because I'm familiar with it already. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I know about this. <laughs> VHS Cole, good night. That's it. Yeah, VHSCole.com, KVLT. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Spotify. Rate and Follow review, us on Apple Music. Stars. Follow us on. Tell um, everyone you know. Google Podcasts. Follow us on Stitcher. I think we're on that. Follow us on iHeartRadio. Follow us on all kinds of shit. We're all over the place. Yeah, everywhere the podcast can be, we got a podcast. Uh, you can turn it next week while when I pitch a Godzilla movie. Pitch a Godzilla versus Bigfoot, the biggest foot. Uh, King Kong. Yeah, that's correct. Turn it next week when I pitch. Um, a zombie movie, the Zombie Ass 2. <laughs> they gotta do something that says Zombie Ass. Zombie Ass 2, The Constipation. What's another <laughs> zombie fetish? Zombie penis. It's about, yeah. it's about ejaculation. What other fetish could be explored in a horror movie? Secret fetish. fetishes. Zombie Fine Dom. Fine Dom or Fen Dom? Fine Dom. Financial domination. It'd oh, be a that's... zombie. You gotta keep paying money to this goddamn zombie. <laughs> <laughs> God damn that reminds zombie. me, there's a there's a zombie lawyer in the Terry Pratcher novels. That reminds me, there's um uh a babe in the Ace Attorney movie. I watched the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney movie again, and um the there's the, an Ace Attorney movie. Yeah, Takashi Miike made it. 
Oh, I think you might have told me this. Um, but uh, the, the, the I was watching it and I was like, damn, uh, Maya's a fucking babe in this movie. Uh, and then I was like, wait a minute, do I just like bangs? <laughs> <laughs> That's because you grew up in the eighties, and like the first yeah. hairstyle you saw was the bang. Well, bangs, just like bangs. Your mother had bangs. Your older sister had bangs. Your grandmother had bangs. Yeah, but those, person, are, those are the weird fried eighties hair uh, hairspray. Yeah, bangs. but I, I'm just saying that it's like it, it, it seared in your memory. She's like, yeah, bangs are fucking hot. Bangs are hot. I like bangs and bob cuts. I figured out. Rest in peace, DMX. Next week, we'll, uh, based on how things have been going, we'll probably have to be a tribute episode to Godzilla. God damn it. <laughs> VHS Cult.